0: Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on metaphysics, spirituality, paranormal, and healing. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show, with Roz, Ivory, Terry ann and Melissa. Today's topic is manifesting your desires. Boy, those of you who are not here live, I hope you're sure watching this later because this has become a really big issue. If you have questions, you're here with us live now, you have questions, you know, you can raise your hand, we'll unmute you and you can ask it or put it in the chat room. Let me open that for you right now. Put your question in the chat room and we'll see it and answer it live too. If you're watching later on the YouTube channel, as many of you do, the address to send your questions is in the discussion box. So, uh, the information box, you can email your questions anytime. Don't feel like if you weren't here live, you miss out. So, manifesting. Oh my gosh. We were just talking last week about how we manifested Terry Ann joining us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's it was amazing, actually,
0: wasn't it? It was. And I think why we think this is such an important topic is we're noticing for ourselves that it's happening faster like we barely talk about something and we manifest it so if it's happening for us it's happening for you too it's happening for many many people so who would like to talk about what we mean by manifesting
1: can you guys even hear me yes mm-hmm. oh good cuz i can hardly hear you oh really oh. Hmm. yeah well i it seems like manifesting has become common, kind of overused terminology, but basically what it, what it um, is talking about is focusing your energy. Um, and that energy, you know, is your thoughts, your intentions, your, your visions, um, your dreams, everything, focusing on what you would like to see come to pass. And of course this has to be done with your highest intention of good. Um, Manifesting can't ever be utilized for any negative uh, behaviors. I get a lot of interesting comments from people about that, um, where they want something to happen so badly. But you you can't basically overcome the will of others or anything, but you can create an energy field that um, is conducive to bringing what you want.
0: So such as when people say, I want this person to love me again, and I'm going to manifest that. Exactly. That's not something you can really manifest because that would be overcoming their will. But you could say, I want to bring a wonderful love into my life. I'm going to manifest that.
1: Well, I think you can wish that a certain someone is that wonderful love, but you can't um, overwhelm and overcome their desire of their life. They have to want it to. So, I think that's a hard and that, one, and that does get a little complicated.
0: It does, and they they have a hard time grasping that. So it has to just be about yourself, your life. So, what are some things that we've manifested recently, other than Terry Ann? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I think, think we, we manifested we, Melissa. We, we, yeah, I mean, and we also. That's a case that's kind of exactly what we were talking about. We did not overcome the will of, you know, anyone else to come and join us. We just put it out there that we wanted the right person, the right fit, the person who has, you know, high um, intention for goodness and doing good works, etc., to suddenly appear and want to join us, um, I also think we we certainly manifested the offices. I was just thinking both of that our too. offices. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was exactly what we envisioned. And when we started out, um, there were four of us. Then it dropped down to two. So then we um, decided, well, you know, let's let's bring forth. A location that has some other things that we're lacking here and let's also I mean we loved the energy where we were so we said let's kind of stay in that energy field of the area of West Sedona that we like um, and let's also you know have maybe um, just the perfect number of offices because um, we ended up having um, one kind of like one extra office for a while. We had two, we had four pretty small offices. So everything kind of the mix started going. And the interesting thing, and you ladies, you gotta like think about this and speak about it too, is how you can feel you creating that energy field. And I always say, if it's in my highest and best good, because sometimes, of course, I want something, <laughs> but it really wouldn't turn out to be for my best. So, got it. That's
2: true. That. And, and not putting any like parameters around it, like you were saying earlier, like it has to look like this, you know, we can put it out there that this is what we want, but it may not exactly look like that when you get it. And I always laugh about that because I think it's funny because especially as an Aries, right? I want what I want and I want it now. <laughs>
0: But if we do that, we really make it harder for ourselves yes. to manifest our desire. And I always laugh about this. I've mentioned this before, but it, when we talk about manifesting, like in the early days of this, when I first was consciously doing it, I was singing in a band and we were performing in Las Vegas and we were, my husband and I at the time were backstage and we were walking around the main stage and going to go over to our CD sales booth. And as we walked behind the stage, I said, I could use a massage so bad. My back is just killing me. And we walked around the corner of the stage and looked over to our CD sales booth, which before had nothing near it, and a massage school had set up right next to our booth. And they put out little (laughs) massage things, and they were offering free back massages. And my husband looked at me, and he's like, you scare me sometimes. (laughs) And I was like, yes, yes. (laughs) I couldn't have foreseen that a massage school would set up next to us, but, you know, those kind of, sometimes it's little things like that, not always big capel things, but just realize if you've talked about it, you've thought about it, and suddenly things are coming together for you, even in small ways, you're doing it.
1: And, of course, there's a lot of discussion of this now because of, All of the information that flies around out there about they don't they don't necessarily talk about manifestation, but they they talk about, you know, the law of attraction and kind of the same kind of the same thing.
0: It is. I think it's working with energy. Oh, wait here. Okay, let's see. So who who asked this? It's got to be, it's got to be Yvonne. So she said about manifesting for herself, but she would like to know how to manifest or how to shine love and peace and wisdom to her youngest son, who's a Marine officer based in Fort Worth and has gone through so much where he's so full of hurt and anger and is so just disappointed with life itself. And as mothers, I know you guys understand that the worst feeling for a mother is seeing your child in so much pain. How can she help him?
2: That's hard. You know, it's hard to step back from that space sometime and understand that your children have their own um, things, their own journey to go through. I know when my children were going to high school, it, I would had a really hard time letting them, you know, have experiences and fail and do things like that. But I, it would just break my heart. So I had to really step back from that. It's hard to do. It really is hard to do. Um, but sending love and peace to his heart um, setting the intentions that everything works out for his highest and best. Um, That's a really good thing to do.
0: I think you can manifest by just imagining, envisioning, visualizing really vividly him being happy, embracing life again. But you could also talk to him. Maybe he could watch this episode. Maybe it would help him or just talk to him about what we talk about on this show and let him know how he can do that for himself. I know it's hard when someone's in that space as he is right now, but you can't really do the full manifesting for somebody else.
3: One of the things that I do sometimes is, you know, when I'm, you know, not up to me and um, caring about other people or if they're going through, some tough things is I ask for, this is going to sound dorky, but I ask for multitudes and multitudes of of angels of pure divine love to go take care of it with them and whatever is best for their highest good. And it, I'm telling you, it works every single time. Like they, you know, they'll text or call and say, hey, by the way, it was, you know, something miraculous happened or open the doors. And so, yeah, like you, you all were saying, it's, you know, seeing them in their happiness and their joy and their abundance, whatever um, shining through them um, really does help without trying to go against their free will or push Mm -hmm. some some lesson upon them that's not ours to teach or um, isn't correct. Um, But I always ask for multitudes, multitudes of of angels or the hand of God to, to take care of this. That's not dorky.
0: (laughs) To me, that's a natural thing. I'm always saying, please send extra angelic protection or please send extra angelic guidance to this person because I know I can't overcome their free will, but I know angels can guide them, assist them, send them messages whether they consciously hear it or not. So manifesting is not the only tool in our toolbox as spiritual people. It's just one. But it's a big one. So I hope that helps you, Yvonne. Thanks for asking that question. Wait. That's exactly what she did last night. She prayed to his higher self. It fits in his best interest to shower him with love and peace and wisdom. Yeah, when you talk to the higher self, that's something um, I started doing maybe 25 years ago when my one of my early spiritual teachers told me about it. And I'm like, oh, this seems, I'm skeptical of everything. So I'm like, oh, seems like, I don't know, it's out there. But I did it with this couple who was just really venomous, and they just hated me. Well, basically, she hated me, and he hated me in solidarity for her, but they tried to make my life miserable. So I thought, well, that's a good place to start. So I talked to their higher selves, and there was such a big turnaround within like a week, that I kept doing that until it really neutralized the situation and that sold me on it. So that is something I talk to people. We can actually do a show about that sometime. We'll be happy to do that. But um, the manifesting thing, I think we should talk about too, that it's not just for our personal selves, but you can manifest for the world. You know, and it's not about overcoming people's personal will, but you can manifest peace, solidarity, brotherhood, you know, love for humankind, whatever, multitude, abundance, all kinds of things. Unity. Mm, unity. That's something I've been on that prayer. The, the I, I call it a nighttime intention that you wrote for me, Terry mm-hmm. that has become a small novel. And I do that every single night. And one of the things I say is I see that that the world is moving toward enlightenment and that shortly will we be living more in harmony with one another and with planet Earth. And I always feel this big rush of energy from the angels as I say that, which tells me that that manifestation is being heard and it's, it's happening. It's not just me doing it, but it is happening. So it's not just about our personal lives that we can do this. If everything's fine in your life, fantastic, but what would you like to manifest for the world that would make it a better place or for your town or for your family? I was doing that
3: this morning. Um, I woke up extra early and I got ready and I went, you know, being in Sedona, we have all the vortexes and the beautiful places. So I went to my own personal manifestation space and sat in the car and said some prayers and just felt... It was really, you know, that powerful, that almost like, like everything is going to be all right feeling just kept (laughs) hitting me when I was, you know, trying to come from my heart and pray for humanity and people and all of us to get through these tumultuous times and and things like that. And I I didn't really realize what our topic was at that point this morning, but my favorite manifestation story that I've ever experienced was when I was really blocked. Um, This was quite a few years ago, but it still works now. I was really blocked and really depressed, and people were, like, disliking me and blah. And so I wrote out – I think I slightly mentioned something like this last week – wrote out affirmations, and I forced myself to feel, hear, taste, feel, the feelings of what it would be like to feel healthy, whole, abundant, free, safe, all those things, happy, loved – And I read them out loud and I taped um, index cards all over my house where everywhere I went like, okay, even when I was mad about it, I would go, okay, I'm, you know, happy, healthy, whole and free and abundant and on my right path and, you know, all a bunch of affirmations. And I did it for a week, morning and night and had all these things up all over the place. And I just, I forced myself, I was mad about it too. I was like, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. Yep, that's going to work. I was, so, I was so sarcastic in my head. I was such a cranky basket. <laughs> it worked because I forced myself to be in the state of, of, of love, light, safety, abundance, freedom for those moments while I was reading it and made my voice real excited when I read them out loud. And um, part of it was I just didn't know my path. I didn't know where I was going. I was so blocked. And a week, I think it was nine days, um, movie stars started calling me for massages and sessions and things like that, and producers and people. And so there had been a movie being filmed in my area. I had no idea. I never know anything um, that's going on. I pay no attention. And um, I started working, and it was exciting, and this—that my energy changed, and All of a sudden, I made enough money to buy tickets to the Grateful Dead. And I went to Las Vegas to see the Grateful Dead like three months before Jerry Garcia died. So it was like healing, happiness, wholeness, abundance out of nowhere because I stood in that energy in my heart, um, asking for God to um, show me the way. And it worked. So um, staying in that state of being. What you think it feels like to be in peace, love, abundance, is was has always been a really good answer for me, and um,
0: just just keep holding it as much as possible. I called it I call that holding the light. I'm glad you brought up affirmations because I wanted to say, I've been thinking about this a lot and yes, affirmations have a psychological aspect to it as to why they work so well. And it's just statements that you want to be true about your life. Like I am whole, I am happy, you know, I'm lovable, you know, people want to be my friend, things like that, that you want to be true. But it also is manifesting. So I think that, you know, it's got the psychological aspect, it's got the spiritual aspect, and that's why I love them so much, and it's something I recommend. I do them for myself, and I certainly recommend for my clients, because they're powerful.
2: I think that's important for people to know, too. It's not always when we're in that great space, and we're manifesting, right, when everything's great. I've said this before, too, like Eckhart Tolle says, when you are, everything's good and positive, yeah, everything's great. It's easy to do your work. But when it's really when you're down low that you really need to dive deep and to do that work for yourself. And it's it's difficult. Like Melissa said, it's difficult, sometimes hard to do. Um, but it's important that we stay in that space again, um, so that we can create those things that we do desire and whether it's your health. And I think health is probably one of the hardest ones, because you don't feel well, you don't want to be in that space. It's like, I just want to feel better. But taking those little steps and writing those affirmations. I think they're very helpful.
0: Otherwise, all we do is just sort of stay down in the pit down it's in the darkness. <laughs> and, and I've been there. I've done it. It's, we're not saying we don't do that. We're not perfect by any means, but we're just telling you, you know, through years of going through our own dark times and our own, our own problems, we've learned some tricks that help us to get pull out of that, to change life, to make it be more what we want. And, And it's nice to learn those things without having to go through it the hard way, if possible. Any other things you can think of you've manifested, some examples, or clients have? Well, I'll
2: have to tell you, though, the action. You have to take the action, too, because when I was working at manifesting an office and doing that work, and they told me to come see Roz, and I didn't want to, and I was Uh fighting it. And I had to take that action then to make an appointment and come see her. Mm -hmm. So you also have to take the action step. The universe wants to see that you're serious. And sometimes they'll throw it at you and you're like, oh, well, wait, what? I have to do this? Um, So taking that action too is also part of it. And it can be very scary. It can be out of your comfort zone. I was very much out of my comfort zone, but I did it. Um, So I think it's important to know that too. It's, It's a lot of times it is out of your comfort zone.
0: There's that quote, "God helps those who help themselves." <laughs> we can't just put it out there and then sit back and wait for the
1: magic. You know, you still have to try. <laughs> well, I think also you can't. You know, you really can't invest energy um, when you're doing the work of any type. I mean, you can't invest energy in doubt. You can't invest energy in. Um, you know, Terryanne, when she did come in, immediately, you know, expressed that you know she felt like I was going to think she was crazy. <laughs> I was laughing, going, "Me? I've heard it all." <laughs> <laughs> you know, believe me, I, I'm a I'm a trusting believer, for the most part. So, um, you know, I think you have to have faith that your guidance is you know, basically kind of taking you by the hand going, okay, come over here, see this, do this, go here. Um, and we're all skeptical. We all, you know, have a skeptical side, but we just have to, if you really want to create and be in that energy field of creation and, and trusting and faith and everything, you just got to go with it. Just like you said, you just have to move forward. And it's tough.
0: We have another question in the chat room, and it's, I've seen videos of using tools to manifest, like lightning candles or using crystals. Do you guys have any rituals or insight on these ideas?
1: I don't do any ritual behaviors with the exception of saying affirmations and prayers. Um, But I do have a lot of crystals. And that's because that creates, I'm able to tap into the frequency. You know, those are ancient tools. So there's no doubt that they do help us and they do stimulate our ability um, and support our ability to create frequency balance, etc. But I don't have really any ritual things that I say. Or anything in fact, um, my guidance told me when I was really young like do you know don't use any ritual or any spell or any you know certain type of wording, just feel and express what it is that you're feeling so I think you know the I know people who use. Uh, you know, ritual statements and stuff uh, doesn't work for me. But
0: Closest thing I have to a ritual statement is the nighttime intention, I say. But what about you, ladies?
2: I like the intention setting. I think it's very powerful when you speak it. Um, and I use a lot of crystals as well, a lot of oils to raise frequency and vibration and getting into that space. Um, I have done some rituals in the past, especially I'm really attracted to the moon. So I do full moon rituals or new moon rituals, um, the burning of the paper and stuff like that. So I do do stuff like that. Um, I don't do it often. I don't do it every month, but I do think it's very powerful as well.
0: Is that for manifesting Terriannne?
2: manifesting releasing what i want to create um what i want to get rid of making space for the new to come in but i really like that like that intention i wrote for you i've expanding upon mine as well and it's something that i do um in the morning usually when i get into the office so i I like that i'm able and i'm always amazed at how quickly like especially like if my wi-fi is messing up or my electronics or we're having technical issues. I'm always amazed at how quickly once I say that intention to um, release all frequent, low frequencies from my electronics, my wifi, my router, I'm always amazed how quickly it actually goes by and and everything's working fine. Mm
0: Do you have anything
2: to
3: add Melissa? I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call anything that I do rituals either. Um, and my guides many years ago said, don't, you know, don't be all, you know, trying to do spells and things like that. So I didn't, but I, it's funny, having a background of being Catholic and you know how we, um, light candles for prayers. Very
0: ritualistic. uh,
3: Yes, very. And sometimes I write little, like someone's name or, um, a little prayer and put it underneath the candle. So I, I do that. And, um, one of my favorite, which is also kind of r- ritualistic, is doing the um, rosary or doing the uh, beads. Um, beads? forget what they're called. The 99 beads. And the rosary so, beads. The rosary or the, not mandala, but the. Oh, the um, mala. Mala. Sorry, just <laughs> left me for a minute. So <laughs> I've done that for years and years and years. Like I can be at the movie. I've done it at the movie theater and hold that watching a movie holding that um energy of highest good under grace and um i always ask god if i'm if i'm incorrect on anything like if i'm asking too much or if it's inappropriate or, or infringing on someone's free will that they, they change it for me that meaning god that christ will change it for me and adjust that's a it. good
0: point that's And so
3: point. yeah so i light a lot of candles and and just say um, my main thing is to say
0: Let there be light on this subject, God. (laughs) We have another comment in the chat room, and it's, uh, My mom, stepdad, son all have COVID. I'm thanking God for healing them, trying to manifest healing. I am hoping this works. Mom is very sick. We're really sorry to hear that. Oh, That's got to be so hard for you. Would you like us to do some manifesting around your family? You can just type it into the chat room if you want. We'll be, we'll be happy to do that for your family. I, I, know I, I know Roz does it too. Like Every night when I go to bed, I am spending a good deal of time doing healing work, manifesting about the world, uh, sending positive energy and, and intentions to people who need it. Uh, we're happy to do that. And you just let us know if that would is something you'd like us to do. I actually am spending a lot of time doing manifesting for the world as a whole, just intending that the discord dies down and dies out, that the people who are the, all the extreme darkness in the world right now is pushed <laughs> down and out and just seeing the world, the planet and the people suffused with God's light, the angels and permeating all that darkness, just busting it right out of here because it's been bad lately. We do group manifesting at the office. We just did some, I haven't been going in very much because of COVID. So I was in the other day and Roz is like, let's do a group manifestation while you're here. And we sat, we sit in the lobby which fills up our lobby with all of us and Ed and Roz's son And we did some manifesting against, you know, just to fight darkness and help the world right now. So, you know, you can do that too. There's a lot of it, millions of people around the world working on that
1: right now. I think with all the current situation of illness and war and disease and, you know, people suffering from famine, um, you know the the people in in africa losing their crops due to locust infestation and everything that's going on you know to apply energy and love and healing to those to all of those situations but especially to you know the situations throughout um is very powerful and it's it's part of the connection of higher consciousness um, that we all can, you know, weave a web of energy worldwide. And I believe that extends universe-wide because, you know, those of us who are on the planet aren't the only ones here, <laughs> so. <laughs> We can you know all connect throughout the multiple dimensions of time and space with other light workers and light warriors, and be focusing on facilitating change, making it better, boy, as
0: you said that, Roz, I felt so much energy come into the room, just whoosh,
1: just verifying how true that is. It's pretty interesting, you know i I feel like. We're, we're at this point now where we have, what I, what I think of is in addition to, you know, the, the guidance that I have always communicated with the last few years have been pretty amazing and spectacular in terms of um, other beings of light coming in. And many, many, you know, beings, light beings being born on our planet right now and being brought forth. So it's a powerful time. It is powerful times I'm discovering are
0: pretty difficult. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) I was having this talk yesterday with a client who um, kind of understood about being a light worker and what that meant, but not, hadn't really heard that term But this whole thing of how lightworkers knew before we came here what we were facing, and it boggles my mind every day. We must be like a superhero mindset on the other side. Yes, I can do that. Yes, I'll go. Absolutely. Count me in. Then you get here and you're like, what was I thinking?
2: (laughs) Anthony always gives me that song, put me in coach, I'm ready to play. I'm like, yeah, put me in coach.
0: It actually helps me remind myself of, okay, I volunteered to do this. I knew what I was facing, so I must have the ability to do it, so I'm just going to keep pushing ahead. So manifesting right now I think is more important than ever because if you don't do that, you're sort of like it's a difference between a leaf in a in a river just kind of going with the tide and going wherever the water takes it and a boat with a motor that can decide where it wants to go and how fast it wants to go, the direction you know, you, you want to have some control over what's happening to you, and that's certainly one way to do it, and to have that direction be a more positive one for you. It doesn't have to be so hard all the time. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I've been working on
3: for a long time, for years, <laughs> on clearing away some of those heavy things or old viewpoints or ideals, ideas that I have um, that have been blocking me, and I, I, um, so when you said that, like, put me in coach, like, sometimes I, I actually use that one also. So thank you, Anthony. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I also like that one and sing, it's do a little singing to God, or maybe sometimes yelling at God, and that always helps me too. So, um, in, it, it, in the times where I feel most blocked and in pain or scared or sick or sad, um, I kind of just say it out loud, like. Ooh, let's get me past this dark point. And, and then I also like to focus on some really strong words like wholeness and peace and unity. And I just, you know, put the, roll those through my mind over and over and I, I can just feel the shift in, into the new, like higher energy as well with those those light beings all around going, you can do it one more step over the finish line. Um, And that gets you into that manifestation point is what my point is.
0: Because I have a lot of health issues and it holds me back on my work a lot, uh, just makes it difficult. That's something I focus on a lot of manifesting on because I feel like that's a major block for me. So one thing I say is that I am manifesting a return to perfect health at a cellular level from head to toe, but I like to visualize too. It's always more powerful for me if I add a visualization. So I always see like God's golden light just scanning me from head to toe all the way down and I'm healing at a cellular level and I just feel that energy as I visualize that moving down for me. And I have had, I have had things in the last year, just pretty miraculously, like I had terrible stenosis, and I was supposed to have spinal surgery for it. And I had another, you know, testing for it. It's gone. I don't have stenosis. The doctors are like, that's impossible. And I'm like, I love hearing that. (laughs) So, you know, so I don't have sciatic anymore. And they're like, that's impossible. (laughs) But no, it's not. You know, I think it's not, it doesn't all happen overnight. It takes consistent work on it, but you can make some real headway with your health that way too. And I know for a lot of people, they've told me that that's uh, one of their primary challenges. And, you know, the human body, you know, the older we get, it starts to have more problems. It's like driving an old car. You got to take it to the garage more often. Mm -hmm. Gotta have that faith I do no matter what it is and I think we talked about this before but don't fall into that mindset of this is the way it's always been whether it's your life or the world this is the way it's always been it's just the way it is well it's going to stay that way if we don't a whole lot of us don't do something to change it and the whole thing about Working toward enlightenment requires massive change. It requires many of us raising our frequency as high as possible. You must think we really hammer that raising frequency thing, but I don't think we can emphasize enough how important it is to each of us personally, to your spiritual journey, and to the world to become an enlightened place and enlightened people.
1: And connecting, you know it's that higher frequency and enlightenment that actually connects you spiritually, telepathically. Um, You're through your higher consciousness throughout the world again. And, you know, the multiverse, the universe. So I don't ever um, question, you know, when I was younger, I was pretty skeptical and, and I, Uh, You know, I, I did have to kind of, I've always had that kind of attitude, like, okay, show me, prove it. So after years and years and years, you know, of seeing things happen as a result, that is your proof. So you just have to have that faith and know that all of these things that we are capable of doing are entirely possible. So,
0: and, and this just like if you were not able, if you were having trouble um, tap, and tapping into your intuition or hearing, feeling, seeing your angels or any other spiritual thing you're trying to accomplish, the same is true for manifesting. If you feel like you are not manifesting what you want to, start with raising your frequency. I mean, we've we have blog posts we've written on the topic to get you started, but once you have those main methods in in place, once they're part of your routine, do an online search. There's hundreds of ways you can raise your frequency, but then you need to keep it raised because if you feel like you're not able to connect, like Roz was saying, you can't connect and manifesting is connecting. And you need to be able to have your frequency high enough to do that. And just being being sick. Being exhausted, being afraid, being angry, all of those things and many more can drag your frequency down and make it really hard. So it's not that you can't do it, it's that your frequency needs to be raised
2: those are all lower vibrational frequencies, right? In the map of consciousness that I share in my book, it talks about the frequency, the lower frequencies and where you should be and where you want to get to. And it is a daily thing, you know, things affect us. We are energetic beings. So the energy that's around us, the collective energy, what we watch, who we uh, tend to be around, you know, what we eat, all of those things affect our energetic bodies. And when you realize that you begin to make those daily conscious choices of you know, raising your frequency and, and staying at that frequency you want to be at.
0: Absolutely. It, it's not even just daily, but I think it's, it's through your day, you know, thinking about everything you're going, every conversation, every thought, everything you're going to watch or read or do, whether that's going to raise your frequency or lower your frequency. And if it, whatever it does, you're going to feel the effects of it pretty quickly. You know I know for me, um I tend to get sick after I've been around people that are toxic for me, and that's another one too and and that's a hard thing that that can be a really hard thing to deal with, so just be aware of that. I'm trying to think of some of the other I think what we were saying earlier, like at the beginning of the show, we were talking about how we manifested Terry Ann coming to us and a, Melissa was with us before for a long time. And then she went back to Oklahoma, took care of some medical things. We didn't know she was going to come back, but Terry Ann is going to be shifting out in the spring. And we're like, oh, we're are we gonna want, do we wanna to rent to somebody else? Or are we gonna turn that room into like a foot bathroom? Or what are we gonna do? And then Melissa's like coming back and like oh, well, that just makes sense. So she and Terry Ann are sharing a room and then Melissa will take that over. And And we didn't even really put it out there. We just talked mm-hmm. about it. Well, it'd have to be somebody special. That's exactly what we said. Mm-hmm. That Then Ross said, I would only consider renting to Terry Ann but she wasn't looking for a room. So it's things like that too. I mean, and and when Roz was saying about our business, it's kind of funny because we ended up in the same plaza where our office was in before, but we're in a smaller suite that's a little more private and it's actually got great energy. And of course our suite number is 111. Of course it is, but I can see our old Sweet, out of my office window. It's just, you know, across the courtyard, maybe 20 feet. So we didn't go far. We stayed exactly where we wanted to be. That place opened up and it worked out perfect for us. And we just didn't sweat it. You know, we looked around. I'm, of course, I took some action and I looked around for another office. But then this one just kept presenting itself and presenting itself. And we went and took a look at it and we're like, you know what? This could work. This could work.
1: (laughs) And interestingly, it's funny because in 2004, when I first came here, um, I had actually three different office locations over the years, but they were all within a mile of here because I just love the energy here over here and all of Sedona you know, for the, for the work that I, I feel that we have the ability to do, you know, you have to be supported by the energy field that you're in. Mm-hmm. That's a huge factor. Um, and it's so ironic because all three of those previous offices that I had starting in 2004, I could walk to them from here. So <laughs> it's, For me, I mean, I just kind of knew I had to get back over into this area because it's very powerful um, when you are able to tune into the magnetic field here, um, you know, all of the different parameters of the locations of the vortexes and how they fit into our. Energy field and working with that energy field, so it's a pretty amazing thing.
0: Even for me, uh, living in Sedona is a manifestation because I'm from Central. I've lived in Central Arizona for since '75, so I've had so many trips over to the mountain to Sedona, and I always wanted to live here, but it just never worked out. You know, I had a big career over in Prescott and on the other side of the mountain range, and I had a child and, you know, there's just one thing after another that kept me there. And when finally it was just me and I had nothing holding me back, I made an intention a year before I moved here. I I told my friends down in Cave Creek area, I said, I'm going to move to Sedona. I'm going to find a little house that's just the right size for me. I'm going to work at a specific place. I'm going to have an office. It's going to look like this. And it's going to be great. I'm going to meet so many wonderful spiritual people. And then a year later, I was living in Sedona in a little house just right for me, working at that place. I had met Roz and some other people that were great, you know, spiritual friends. And my, I remember my friend who's not spiritual turning to me and saying, That was amazing. I've never seen anybody put together a plan. Like, she came to my office and she's looking around. She's like, This is exactly what you said you would be doing. I mean, like, this is scary. Like, (laughs) how did you do that? And that's just like the power of our manifestation. You know, I visualized it very vividly in my mind. And I think that's powerful too. Make it real before it is real. We're not
2: taught that as as children we're not taught to daydream they're just told stop daydreaming <laughs> i never listened you know? yeah, <laughs> it's crazy it's like you know why wasn't i taught you should daydream and think about visualize and see how you like you, you want your life to be you know so i think that's where we need to start with our children and our grandchildren going forward is to teach them these things at a young age so that they know they know the power that lies within them so that they can go forward not only help themselves, but help the other people that are around them, like you said, the collective the the people in the country, and so the children coming in know that more now, so it 's interesting to see the shift that 's
0: going to happen so as these important. children
1: grow That is so important
0: Ooh. it is. I can remember my parents saying, "You have the most vivid imagination, like it was a bad thing. It never stopped me. you know I just was uh, always imagining this, that, or the other, and putting on plays, and writing stories, and I think that you're right about that, terri It's like something we need to instill in young people, and, but, you know, we also have a lot of adults coming to us who really haven't heard that. They don't know about manifesting. They don't know the power of visualization, so it's never too late to learn these skills, You know, yes, it'd be nice for our children to know them earlier, but wouldn't it be nice for adults to gain those skills too? It empowers you. Somebody asked me if it's magic. It is not magic. I really feel like it's working with energy, which is almost everything we do is working with energy and everything is energy.
2: I feel like it's like 50% you that is co-creating with the universe. So you have your part in it and the universe, these things that you set up in your contract as well. So I think it's like a 50-50, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on manifesting? Things we haven't covered? I Dead think silence. What? One,
1: well, I think one thing that comes as a part of this process is having the gratitude when you're able to say, um, you know, everything did work out the way I needed it to. Oh my the gosh. way We needed it to the way, you know, I visualized and I was shown that. So I think having, know having the attitude of gratitude kind of it's a really important part of that I had three situations where I was selling a house and I wanted that house each time to sell by a certain date and I wanted to um, be able to be in a position where it was a cash buyer And they cashed me out and boom, I was done. And I was able to bring that to fruition by having the faith. I mean, that's just one example. But I think, you know, when we look back, all of us, when we look back in our lives, we can see how we have been able to use this gift to make it work and you know manifesting for health you mentioned that um ivory overcoming or you know having things that you were um diagnosed with just go away um i've had a lot of clients who lived that experience who said oh you know now i i have to do this according to the doctor and i'm you know really frightened of surgery or i i don't want to do this or or whatever it is it is truly amazing how your body does have the desire to heal itself and to correct itself and tapping into that power and having faith in it and working with your your guidance, your angels, et cetera, um, for yourself and for other people is very powerful. So, and then again, you know, having the gratitude where you're you're like, wow, it, it worked. Every time I look
0: around my house, I just am so overwhelmed with gratitude because I manifested a safe place to live where I would feel like I could sleep at night. I'd be have my sanctuary and I'm in it. And it, it was, it was a series of miracles to me as a result of that manifesting that got me here. So every day, multiple times a day, you know, I'm just just reminded of it and just filled. My heart feels like it's going to just explode with beautiful love and heat from it. <laughs> it's just a, a constant reminder for me. So me it,
1: too.
3: And on the flip side of when you said, you know, Terri and I had been kind of manifested to come together, we're our soul tribe, um, Ivory and Rosalind. And so um in in that process over the years since I've got to, you know, I had to go back to Oklahoma and um change and grow and heal, because I had a lot of illness things and and um coming back has been I mean, I might cry right now. I'm so excited because it has been nothing but miraculous, amazing um, progress. And, and like you said, you, you, Ivory, you said you manifested a home that was safe and wonderful for you. Just perfect for you. And that's how I feel in um, our office space with our people, with our soul tribe and family here. Mm -hmm. And I just, I am a, Different person, like I'm so happy, it's miraculous. um, All the things that all the doors that have opened for me since I let the divine sort of guide me and be in gratitude and say, Yeah, okay, I'll take the next step. I don't want to, I'm tired, I don't want to, but I'm going to. I'm a little scared, I don't know how. But I took the steps and it's it's just been unbelievable to be welcomed home by your people and the the places and the you know, the office and the um surroundings in every way. I think it's it's um I don't know, the biggest manifestation of my life. She's back in the family. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because I followed those steps inside, because I checked myself and said I don't know how to do this. There's no way. I, I literally thought there was absolutely no way I was ever going to be okay again or be get, come back to Sedona or anything. And then surprise
0: uh-huh.
3: <laughs> so, um, following all the steps. Yeah. Let's teach all the kids that they can create and that they're worth it. And they, they can have, they can choose the lives
0: that they want. Hmm. Absolutely. We will be back on January 1st and that episode is breaking out of your comfort zone. What a great way to start the year, right? Let's put 2020 in the past. Please God, shut the door on it and step into 2021 with a new topic. Thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters, hope you have an enlightening week.